Hey y'all, before I get into the episode, I just want to let you know that I'll be hosting my first event of the year on Saturday, February 15th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in Tampa, Florida called the Rest, Reset, and Recharge live podcasting and tea making workshop. The mission of this event is to encourage us as women to establish rest into our daily lives, just not on the weekends. So hopefully we can avoid burnout throughout the year. We're going to learn techniques to become more proactive rather than reactive on our days, determine non-negotiables that we need to put in place so we can be more productive and more restful, and then how to develop new habits to incorporate into our day that is tailored for us. And basically, you're going to be surrounded by a community of women who are determined to start the new year with a fresh mind and healthier habits. So not only will we be having this kind of group discussion, live podcasting experience, but we will also be making tea. I mean, what is the universal sign of resting more than tea, y'all? So we're going to have an expert from Calicia Tea teach us how to combine different spices, different herbs, and different fruits together to create our own perfect cup that is uniquely for you. So you will walk away literally with your own tea blend that you designed for your own need. If you are interested in coming to this event, it's literally a click away. All you have to do is go into the show notes, click the Eventbrite link, and buy your ticket. Early bird tickets end January 22nd, so buy it before the prices go up. After that, y'all, it's the price. So I hope to see you there. I'm really excited for this for this to be the first event of the year, and I hope that it benefits you as much as it was a joy to plan the event for you. All right, let's start the show. Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damia Shodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. What is going on, my beautiful people? It is your girl, Damio Shodi, the host and the creator of The Planter. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in for your first time to the podcast. And if you are a continuous listener, welcome again back to The Planter family. I'm so happy that you have tuned in to yet another episode of The Podcast. Okay, as we know, February, the month of love, self-love, love, love, love. We are going to be talking exactly that today. Last week, we talked on God's love language. And this week, we will not be talking about your love language. But we will be talking about maturing for relationships. So this is specifically more towards the singles um, in this group. I mean, married folk may get something from this too. But I'm speaking to singles because I am single. So, we are going to be talking about how to mature for relationships, okay? Auntie, sister, darling me, we are going to be maturing for relationship preparation, okay? Are you prepared for a relationship? If you are not prepared, you must evaluate yourself. Amen? Amen. So, as I've been growing on my singleness journey, and going and bopping and beeping around. God has been teaching me some things that I want to share with you today. Okay? So, I have like a bunch 
not a bunch of notes, but some notes. And I wrote them down. But to be honest, I think I'm just going to kind of speak off the dome and kind of just share with y'all like what I've been learning in this season of singleness and that I think have really ground, have been grounding me and preparing me to have a mature relationship because that's the goal here. Um, my thing has always been I wanted a happy, healthy home. Um, I've, I've really prayed into this um, vision for my home. I have not seen it necessarily growing up. So I wanted to change the status quo for my own life and produce a happy and healthy home. I didn't really see my first healthy marriage until I was 21 years old. I'm 26 now, so that's kind of a problem. Um, That means for the first 20-something years of my life, 21 years, I was not able to see a marriage in which I wanted to emulate or one that I saw that was fruitful. Because I think there's something so attractive about uh, just a godly relationship and 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 a godly marriage that the fruit is just evident. Like, You know, some people can pretend and it can only go for so far, but there's something like you just know spirit, Holy Spirit recognizes Holy Spirit and you can just tell a fruitful marriage. And I saw it for the first time at 21. So I knew I was like, this is tangible. This is something that is tangible for me. I can, I can, I can, I can have this in my own life. So a happy, healthy home has been, um, the theme of my, uh, what I envisioned for my future home. So in order for me to have this, I need to prepare. And anything good in life, we must prepare for what is what it is that we want. Good things take time and they do take preparation to have. So I think what I want to do is just kind of share what I've been learning in kind of a question form. So I'm asking you these questions so maybe you can sit down and look within yourself and see that, hmm, has, have I done this? Have I, have I been working on this and all that different stuff? So one thing that has been important for me to understand is, do I know what I've been called to do? So the question for you is, do you know what you've been called to do? As a single person, are you clear about where God has called you? Where are you meant or where are your gifts and talents meant to be used? Do you know? Um, I think God gives us either a vision of where we're going for some clearly a vision and we just kind of have to figure out how to get there or he may not give us a clear vision from the get-go but he does give us steps to follow but either way we know that there's a certain direction in which we're supposed to go and it's just like are you clear on that have you do you know what you've been called to do are you are you taking the time as a single person to just experiment with life like literally, like you have an idea, do you at least try it? You know, you know that there's something in you that you're like, oh, I really want to do this. Have you like just gotten the unctioning, the 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 willpower to just try whatever it is that you you feel in your heart to do? Because think about it, as uh, somebody who's going to be married or somebody who's in a, even a, in a committed relationship, you got to care about the other person. Or if you have kids, you got to care about your kids. But as a single person, you have the freedom to literally do whatever you want to do. I think that brings so much more to the table when you have more of a sense of who you are and the direction and, and the vision for your own life. And then also, I just feel like when you are in a season of dating and you're just kind of seeing who people are, when they when you can ask them that question and they can answer it, but they're just not really like, they don't really know or... They are just doing something 
completely different than what you're doing that really just doesn't align, then you kind of it's it's kind of easier to navigate those situations than to just be like I'll just figure it out. I'll just see where this goes. And some of us we just figure out and see where things go for like 5 or 6 years. We want to be married, but it seems that the person we're with just isn't really into that. And it's just because at the end of the day like nobody was clear about where they were going or, you know, different things, manipulation and all those different stuff as well. But bringing something to the table as in a vision for your life, I think it's just so important. Like before we even get to the dating and all those different stuff, like, can we get clear? Like I look at myself two years ago and I don't even understand. It it, it wouldn't have been a good thing for me to be dating around that time because I had no clue what I was doing. Like I was just trying to figure everything out. So it wouldn't have made sense for me to bring somebody on board on that confusion because it would have just been it would just been more of a burden more than a joy to get to know this person see who they are see what they're about because really what could i have, have offered them at that time in that state of just like i don't really know what i'm doing with my life if you're in that state right now probably it's not your season to date and you're you might get into a relationship that um could be what is it like interdependent or not interdependent but codependent you're depending on that person but it's not because that person is so great it's just because you don't really know what you're doing and that seems to be maybe the only stable thing in your life at the time so do you know what you've been called to do do you have a vision for where you're going I think as we can develop in this as a single person, um, we can set ourselves up for a much more mature, healthy relationship when we have something to offer to the table that this is where I'm going, this is what I'm doing. And that's that. Another thing that I'll say um, to develop as to develop ourselves for um, mature relationships is have you dealt with the current heart issues or bad mentalities that you may have about dating. I've said this in like multiple podcasts. You may be surprised at the way that you think about relationships and about dating may be completely contrary to um, God's view on relationships and dating and marriage and all that stuff. You know, you may have grown up um, with people telling you that your spouse is just going to cheat on you and that's just the way that it is and you, there's there's nothing that you can do about it. So you may even go into a relationship feeling like you have to defend yourself all the time or be on an edge or be basically stalking their phone and doing all those things because you've been raised, you've seen that, you've been raised to believe that and you, you may have seen that all throughout your life. But it's interesting for me that I just... You know, and and I think that's the power of like the word and just seeking out resources, just wanting to renew my mind about things that may be detrimental to the vision that I have for my goal of marriage or being in a healthy, committed, a happy, healthy and committed relationship with a spouse in the future. If I had carried certain mentalities that I grew up with and what I was told, probably the fruit in my marriage, it, it, it. it it may not have been as fruitful or it could have ended in divorce. Are you aware of how you speak to people of the opposite sex? Like, are you aware of how you speak about women? How do you speak about men? Just because society says that it's okay to call men this or call men that or call women this, does that mean that it's gonna be fruitful for your marriage? 
If you're okay calling somebody else a specific name or like derogatory names, you're probably going to call your spouse that if you get upset, or you're probably going to call whoever you're in a relationship that um, if, if you're doing that. Like there's no way that you can separate the two for long. Like who you are is who you are. So it's good if you can just identify like certain like behaviors that, you know what, this is my vision. So going back to vision, what are you called to do? And then obviously a vision for like the type of, relationship that you're looking for is what I'm doing now. Does it fit into what I envision for myself? Like is the behaviors that I am, that I'm doing now, is it going to contribute to the vision that I have or is it going to hinder the vision that I have? Um, and this applies even to your own personal life, even without somebody does what I'm like the habits and what I'm doing now, does it contribute or does it um, take away from the vision that I have in my head of where I'm going. So have you dealt with the current harshies? Do you deal with rejection? Do you deal with abandonment? Do you deal with mistrust? Do you deal with, I mean, just different issues? Have you, are you, are you open to healing those issues? Are you open? And this is the beautiful thing about it. Um, if you allow God to, to speak, you know, come in and especially in this area, he will highlight what you need to work on at the appropriate time. So instead of us just kind of like trying to find it out, I think that can be really detrimental because we can run ourselves mad, like trying to figure out what do we do wrong? How are we doing it wrong? And da 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 da. But if you ask God to like show you what is up, he will show you like, and that's the importance of a quiet time, like spending time with him, reading your word, um, and he can direct you to the information that can help you. So if that's seeing a counselor, there's nothing wrong with seeing a counselor and going to therapy. Um, there's so many YouTube videos online about this stuff and about just personal development on itself. Because at the end of the day, you and your spouse or the person that you're going to be in a relationship with, it's not both of y'all who's going to stand before God. It's just you. So you have to take care of you as well um, in order to be fit and to have a, a prosperous relationship. So have you dealt with these things? Have you dealt with certain mentalities? Like one thing that um, I'll, I'll give you all this story. You know, sometimes um, we may be around people who call, and I've said this before, like men trash or, oh, they're this, they're that, they're stupid, they're whatever. And at some point I had been on that same bandwagon, just kind of saying it, you know, just whatever, just kind of saying it or Call them men stupid, just different, you know, just different stuff. Because that's what we're doing in the society today. Um, we think it's okay to just speak ill, ill of men and women, but in this case, it was for men. And I was just watching TV, minding my business, you know what I'm saying? Having a good old day or whatever. And this is a time in which I was just getting dragged um, by the Holy Spirit and just certain things like you need to fix this and fix that, blah, blah, blah. But I was just watching TV, nothing to do with relationships. And I just felt the Holy Spirit say to me, you're going to literally ruin your marriage with the way that you speak about, um, the way you speak about men. And that really like, was like, oh, like I did not think of that. Like, cause I didn't think I was doing anything wrong, but because I had invited the Holy Spirit into my development and into what I'm envisioning for a spouse and for a relationship, he pointed out that, hey, if you keep talking like this, this is what can ruin your marriage. You can ruin your marriage just specifically on your mouth. So that's another thing. Like, 
How are you speaking about people? How are you speaking about uh, men? How are you speaking about yourself? Have you dealt with these issues or are you or, or, or have you put them aside? Have you dealt with these heart problems and or have you put them aside? But the good thing is we have the Holy Spirit who can direct us and help us. So if you're willing to be open to what he has to say, he can direct you into what you can work on and how you can work on and then just kind of identify it. And it's up to us to kind of make the decision if we want to or not. Um, so that's one thing that we can look at to prepare. So this is going to be something else that you can look into as a single. Has your mind been renewed when it comes to the idea of what relationships or marriages are supposed to be? Um, in this society today, a lot of people are saying marriages are just contracts. Marriages are just, you know, there, they're business deals and relationships are just to figure yourself out and to date as many people as you can until you find the one. If you're still thinking that way, especially as a believer, I'm going to encourage you to really look through your word and identify what does the Bible say about marriage? Um, and an easy way that you can actually look at this is how the church is referred to um, the bride and as Christ is, is the groom. How does Christ treat his bride? What is the purpose of him? Um, what is the purpose of the bridegroom coming to the bride? Even in those examples, if you look at those different parables, you can get to understand marriage. And basically from what I understand it to be and, and what is clear to me is it's just a representation of God's love on this earth. Marriage is one of the first institutions or it was the first institution made by God even before the church. You can see marriage in like the second or third chapter of Genesis um, where um, it says God said to add, God said to himself that it's not good for man to be alone. And then he made Eve and, you know, Adam woke up and said bone of my bone flesh of my flesh and funny enough if you want to look up like I, I did a whole study on that some years ago you can look that up on the podcast about what is a help meet but basically it's just a reflection of God's love for us um you know marriages are called to be fruitful they're called to multiply and when people look at a marriage, they can see like through the love that two people have for each other, it, it, it does something to people. You know what I'm saying? Like it does something to you. It encourages you. It, it, it uplifts you. In a marriage, you're supposed to like, you know, it talks about love in Second Corinthians of the fruit, like the fruit, like it's long suffering, it's patient, it's kind, it's loving, it's all this different stuff. All of those things can be displayed in a marriage. And basically it shows it's a physical representation of God's love for us on this earth. So marriage is a very powerful thing. And also when two people come together and they have like a vision um, separately and then uh, with them and then themselves and something that they're working towards, again, it's fruitful. Not only do they bear children, but it's like people look at it and it's like, wow, like that's a team. That's a power couple. That's this. That's that. Like they're really doing it. And it encourages people to help, you know, build their own relationships. It encourages them to have better relationships with with their spouses and to pursue more in their own lives or what they've been called to do. Like marriage has a lot of benefits. Um, and that was kind of a runaround um, idea of marriage. But to the core, it really is just a representation of God's love for us through two people loving each other till death do them part. And if we're still thinking that it's a contract or it's just whatever, we're just trying to figure it out until we see what happens. I really encourage you as a single to 
um, explore why do you feel that way and what does the Bible say about this? And then just to look up other resources about marriages. Another thing that comes to mind is you can learn how to treat somebody else well, like in a relationship wise, before you actually get into the relationship. You don't have to be in a relationship in order to know how to treat somebody like in that way. So what I mean by this is one thing or I say one thing. What I what I mean by this is you can prepare for relationships as a single by how do you relate to other people that you're in a non-romantic type of relationship with? How do you relate to them? How do you serve them? How do you tend to them? How do you um, solve conflict? How do you do life with people? I really feel like God can God puts people in our lives um, to help prepare us um, specifically in this area because we can buy into the lie of we need to be dating a lot of people in order for us to feel prepared to be in a, to, to get married and whatnot. But there's people who date like literally one person and then they're married and they're and they're good or they they have not dated many people and they didn't need to date so many people to figure it out. But you can take the lessons of what you can do and how you can better serve your partner by how do you treat your friends? How do you treat your family? One thing that God was really teaching me was service. So servicing my mom in just really simple ways, like knowing that there's certain things that she likes um, when she comes home. So making sure that like I have them at home, like she likes her half and half milk so she can drink her coffee in the morning. So I, I really try to make sure that it's not it's never run out in our house or just buying water without having to be asked and just kind of being on top of certain things. So she feels like I've heard her, I've listened to her and that I care about her needs. Um, you know, just doing things uh, for her and being very attentive to what she's asking me to do. Um, learning to block out time for my family. Uh, that's another thing. Um, valuing not just my work, but valuing um, family time and valuing friendships and um, just learning really good habits of how to grow a relationship period. But I don't necessarily need to be in multiple relationships to learn that because uh, there's a lie um, that this is all about romance. But at the end of the day, you're called to serve. Um, you know, they said the Bible says that men are called to love their wives like Christ loved the church and women are, are to submit as unto the Lord. So those are both service. So it's a, it's in, in order to be in a loving relationship there requires action, but you don't need to learn those things necessarily in a romantic relationship because when the romance leaves, what do you do? How do you serve? How do you continue to show up every day? Now, I'm not married, but um, how do you continue to show up for your partner daily? So these are things in which you can learn in your singleness, how to serve, how to be attentive, how to resolve conflict. That's a big one. Um, I'm getting better at my conflict management, Um, dealing with my friends. I don't need to have like some crazy fight with a boyfriend um, to, con- to, to, to learn how to do conflict. It's like, how do I do it with my friends? How do I deal with it with my parents um, and just those around me that I deal with? You can learn these things. You can take examples from like your job or wherever you are 
to learn certain skills in order to better serve your partner. Because one thing that I'm learning in regards to this area is it is truly about service. Um, serving, if both people are serving each other, um, most likely the relationship will be healthy. But since we live in a society where it's about me, 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 um, and you know, we're, we, we can be selfish. Um, I know that I can be selfish. And that's why God was challenging me on how to serve and how to better serve and also how to, how to, um, say no more. Because before I used to, feel like, oh, if I say no, people are going to be upset with me and then I'll do it and then I'll begrudgingly do it. But it was better if I just said no um, and just set certain standards for myself that would allow me to serve people more freely and be happier to do what they want me to do instead of making my spouse or my partner feel bad for asking me to do stuff and da 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 da. So I didn't need to be in a relationship again to learn this. This is all through the relationship dynamics that I have in my life currently with friends, with family, um, even with coworkers, um, just different stuff, having difficult conversations, just really practicing that. But I'm lucky again because I'm in a single season to learn this stuff. And that's why I'm encouraging the singles that are listening. Like, don't think this season is just like, oh my gosh, I'm single. And oh my goodness. Like, I love this phrase that single doesn't mean um, like doing nothing and like waiting to do nothing until you're married. It's like, this is a time now to develop. This is a time now to just do what your heart desires and just develop to be the best that you can for where you are now. And then, you know, there's different hurdles when you get into a relationship, when you get to engage when you get to marriage but where you are currently take hold of all the lessons that you can learn just really hone in on those lessons and and take the opportunities to grow um as challenging as they may be it's going to benefit you more as you're learning now in a place where you can really concentrate on that stuff so don't try to look for stuff you got to fix just let god show you what you need to work on Let him show you uh, the vision for your life and where you're supposed to be going and just partner with him and just walk with him and he will show you what you individually have to do and just kind of block out society because honestly, everybody's trying to do the same thing, but everybody's looking a little crazy. So just kind of do, just do, just follow God and do your own thing and develop in however you need to develop and you will be okay. And that's really it. Like maturing for relationships, it doesn't need to be so like, you need to do this, you need to do that. Honestly, if I had to really just sum it up, just like get clear on where you're going and, and just serve the, just, just serve God. Like that's it. And he'll teach you where you, what you need to be doing. And this will really challenge you to really trust him because it really does challenge me because it's not like we always know every direction for our lives but he knows best he knows our past he knows our present and he knows our future so he is more than capable of directing us where we need to go so if this is encouraging to you um just remember that like god knows it all and he just wants to walk with you and lead you and he will do it if your heart is open for him to do it so i hope this was helpful for you if you like the podcast just leave a review um DM me at the planter on Instagram. I would love to know if this was helpful in any way or if you have any tips of how you are maturing currently to be in a healthy uh, relationship um, in marriage. 
And also, if you're in the Tampa Bay area this week on Saturday, February 15th, is the first Rest Reset Recharge event. So come and get rested at the event. Let's look at how we can rest with our mindset and then also how can we how can we organize our schedules and our days in order for us to be more at peace. And then also let's make some tea. Like it's gonna be awesome. You get to take your own, um, you get to design your own tea and then you get to take it home. So it's like a win-win situation. It really is. So come through to that this Saturday. And that's February 15th. And the tickets will be in the um, notes of this podcast. All right. So thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will speak to you on the next podcast.